welcome aboard the Battleship Pretension. I am Tyler Smith. I'm David Bax. And thank you for listening, David. Yes. How you doing? I'm very excited. We're celebrating our 500, 500th calendar week of doing Battleship Pretension. We're celebrating uh, with uh, markedly improved audio quality. <laughs> yes, I know. It's uh, seeing you dress the way you are because it's right after work and hearing you. I've, this is very much an NPR vibe right now. <laughs> You've got your sweater vest <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Yeah. and you just yeah. every. I'm inclined to go quieter. What about you? Just uh, be... Yeah, I guess so. Um, well, I'm not going to go all Ira Glass. I'm still going to pretend that I care about what I'm saying, but I'm going uh, uh, <laughs> to I'll, I'll try and keep it a little more erudite. I we guess, can open this up to the... shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> we can open it up. To, well, everybody is swinging upward for us, so it's it's perfectly right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, are you not an Ira Glass fan? I'm not. Never, for... never have been. I feel like why. Why should I be listening if you don't care enough to speak up? <laughs> like, See, oh, I, for me, f- a few things bother me more than when he is reporting on a story about like younger people, and then he'll use their slang. <laughs> Ugh, and and just yeah, it sounds and like you spent know, a, a bit more time has, than I have, <laughs> and just this very kind of thing. Oh, and it's you know, and I, I wish I could come up with an example, but I can't. But it's just. Uh, it's like, it just sounds like uh, that was a decent if, hourglass, by the oh, way. Oh, thank you. Say, like put that. on blast. Yeah, do that one. Uh, put put it on blast, <laughs> and just or whatever. I don't even know how you say that, but it sounds like a honestly, it sounds like a like a youth pastor. Like he's trying to right. trying to reach out to the kids, mm-hmm. but has no idea what this stuff means. Well, the, I, as if I needed any more reason to not listen to hourglass. <laughs> there you go. Um, now. You may have heard some people chiming in. Um, that's perfectly acceptable uh, in this case because we're in their dojo. Um, okay. And because we are celebrating our 500th episode, we, we, uh, uh, you might notice this is uh, episode 500A. Um, that's right. This is going to be a week of celebrations of bringing back uh, some of our favorite guests and all sort of different uh, categories, subcategories of guests. But David, it's more, it's more than just that. This is a narrative. This week is a narrative. Oh, I forgot. You have this whole plan. That's all right. Yeah. That's right. Where uh, every day we're going to have on some guests that's, uh, that are representative of like uh, different aspects of uh, the battleship pretension uh, journey. Um, and uh, and we'll, we'll have that. We'll announce that as it unfolds. But uh, so this is episode 500A. So this is where it, where it all started. And so obviously... Where everything started, in my opinion, not just Battleship Pretension, uh, is uh, never not funny. Uh, we've been very uh, open and honest about uh, the fact that uh, we would not exist if not for never not funny. Um, Literally. Not, not <laughs> like Marty McFly's siblings. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and so in honor of that, we've got uh, Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. How are you guys doing? Good. I, I I apologize for having jumped in with the Ira Glass thing. I thought you had said let's open it up, and so I oh, thought yeah, that sorry. freed us to speak. I, I never would have spoken uh, uh, until spoken. Oh, it's again, I'm a again, you're, you're dojo. I do not apologize for jumping. <laughs> okay. in. I felt like it needed some jazz. Like sure. you guys were spinning out of control with your Ira Glass <laughs> hatred. <laughs> if, if anything, we we come in and we bring some levity so people don't get mad. We're all let just joking around. Here. It's not your show. Let the, let people be mad at all them. Right. If you guys want to, maybe that's go how down. they do it. Maybe that's how they start a. Twitter war. Like, oh, I like Ira Glass. I don't. And then yeah. 
they get views and listens. By the way, I do like Ira Glass, but I agree that he sounds very disinterested with his own words. <laughs> it's very strange. He also can't pronounce the word uh, American, which is one of the words in the sh- name of his show. <laughs> what uh, is he? Yeah, what is he, he says? American. He, <laughs> he puts does? a G at the end. American life. <laughs> yeah. It, listen, if, now that I've told you that secret, it's kind of as like it's like seeing the thing in between at the end of a reel of a film oh, yeah, back yeah. when they used to project movies oh, through right. film. Uh, once you know cigarette this, burns. yeah, you will never not hear you're, you're it. On, now you're that. on a cinephile podcast here. That <laughs> yeah. It's all digital burns. now, right, guys? Yeah, yeah that's, that's no me, longer that's me trying to get involved in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you will never be able to hear him say American again and not be like, God damn it, he's putting a G on that word. I think I will have figured out a way, which is to just <laughs> not listen. <laughs> there we go. I think solved I got it. it. Mystery <laughs> solved. So. Jessica Fletcher. Is that the character's name? Yeah. Is that from uh, Murder, She Wrote, right? Yeah. All right. I can't wow. believe I pulled it, quite frankly. I only know that because I follow Cristela. <laughs> that may be the only reason it was in my head as <laughs> yeah. well. Cristela Alonso tweets about Murder, She Wrote a lot. Yeah. I was, her. I was watching uh, on, on YouTube the other day, um, just because I pretty much have it on all the time because of my job, and... Uh, there is like this, I think it was like an A&E 2001 version of Murder on the Orient Express with Alfred Molina as uh, Inspector Poirot. And so aside from like the 1974 version with Albert Finney, then there is like this 20 year span where a guy named David Suchet or something like that played the character. I think that's it. Yeah. And so Alfred Molina is great. And so I started watching. I was like, hey, this is fun. They kind of updated it and all that. I look in the comments, and apparently David Sushet fans were out in force. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they hated Alfred Molina so much. And then they just called him, like, they just kept calling him fat. And they oh, just my said, God. like, it's like, this fat turd can't hold a candle to David Sushet. And it's like, who gives a shit? <laughs> like, I mean, this is Alfred Molina. This is a guy from Raiders of the Lost Ark and Dr. Octopus. Although, I guess, I guess this was before he played him. But still, like. That's not a was, ringing endorsement either. The guy, the guy from Dr. Ock, come on. I, 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 by the way, I might be one of these people that was commenting, although I don't know who David Suchet is. Is that the right I, name? I, I, I said yes way too quickly. I, yeah, I believe you're right. I don't have a clue if I'm right. I might, I might be wrong. It's David something, definitely. But it's not, uh, it's not Max. Is it so Jazz, uh, great David Sanborn? That's the one. That's why they're <laughs> upset. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody could blow, blow sacks like, uh, like Sanny. Just, it was like, uh, it was like, uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes with his violin, you know, where I was like, hang on, I got to think for a minute and just pulls out his sax. Um, <laughs> I don't like, uh, Alfred Molina is a great actor who has the most punchable face, I think, uh, in film history to me. I, I can't. Hey, remember we were a second ago, we were getting mad at Ira Glass and you, uh, you brought levity. Why are you mad at Alfred Molina? <laughs> Because he's sucking his dick, and I gotta balance it out. <laughs> we gotta it's, bring balance. He's a very talented, nice actor. He's a very great actor, and I just don't, don't like his face. Yeah, admittedly, and, he does have a very punchable face and a very suckable dick. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've identified the reasons why this conversation happened. I just didn't. Uh, I'm way too into Spider-Man, so nobody was going to live up to my image mm. of like who could be. Who did you want? I didn't even have an idea. I don't even think I ever... I probably did at the time like have an idea of who should have been him. I just know that when I went to that theater, I was like, nah, this is this didn't do it. This didn't work. Well, that movie also stunk, hey, right? I think those didn't movies... Yeah, they, oh, see, I, are you thinking of Spider-Man 3? What's up? No, Spider-Man because, 3 super sucks. But wait, one's, I, I think, one's great, or well, it's too think, great. See, Tyler and I are on the record, Spider-Man 2... Best superhero movie ever. Did I, I, I bump no. it to the two slot behind Avengers. 
Oh, okay. I can't. I can't. I can't agree with I, this. But I'm on record on our show, the, the Never Not Funny, NeverNotFunny.com, uh, <laughs> where I said this is the best superhero movie of all time, too. And is it Spider-Man One? It must be two. Uh, I think it's. I think it's is that two. with Doctor Octopus? That's yeah. the one with Doctor Octopus. That's yeah. the, one the first that. ones with uh, Defoe and yeah. uh, Franco. Yeah. 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 As the not bad as the Green Goblin, and that one was okay. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think two is probably the best of those question? Spider-Man movies. I don't yeah. want to interrupt your question. I didn't want to interrupt. Yet I interrupted three times <laughs> to get to my question. Which one's got uh, the the guy from uh, Sideways? Oh, that's three. That's uh, Thomas Hayden Church. That one's the worst movie of all time, right? That one's terrible. Yeah, Eddie Brock. He plays Eddie Brock. Right? Yeah, that one just Sandman. Uh, yeah. yeah, that one just reeks of studio the way. involvement. Where no, they're just like, Eddie they're Brock. like, we need more villains. We need Venom in here. Played by Topher Grace, obviously. Right? That makes sense. That's the cardinal sin of superhero movies. Again, don't try to put three or four villains in it. Yeah. Like, learn from what happened to Batman Forever, which is the original yeah. stinker of a sequel to a superhero movie, where it's just like, what if there are four villains? No. Well, what about Batman sixty six? That's all those villains. Right. And that's a that's great a team, movie. It's a team-up. As the original Suicide Squad. <laughs> no comment. I haven't seen it, so I don't, I don't You've know. never seen Batman 66? No. Mm. That's, huh. a, that's fun. It's yeah. a fun one. That's the one that had the shark repellent, right? Shark repellent. That's and pretty uh, good. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. That's, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's a great line. Uh, it's wonderful. I mean, it's nice and colorful. I guess it's awful and cheesy, but... Yeah. It's, it's basically like a... The same probably crew that did the TV show, right? They just made a long episode, basically, and put it in theaters. I, basically, yeah. I think essentially, yeah. It's the yeah. same hmm. cast and everything. Uh, and I'm assuming the same crew. I don't know. I didn't check. I think it might be a different gaffer. I already have plans for the summer. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to enjoy my hiatus. See you guys later. Now, guys, it's been, by my count, six years since you guys have been on this podcast. Wow. It's been exactly 300 episodes. Uh, okay, so that oh, sounds about, about six years. That's easy. Is 300 that weeks. True? Yeah, yes. episode 200 is when you guys were last on. Can I ask a question? Have you asked us uh, between then and now? <laughs> I'm going to answer that question. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we weren't on together last time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was at the Pilar's old studio. The old, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. 300 episodes. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> our, our, very first guest, our, our very first guest was uh, Matt. Episode 23. Hi there. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, have you guys seen any movies in the last six years, and how many of them star Alfred Molina? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I, my, my daughter was born in 2008, and I stopped seeing movies completely. No, yeah, you guys are both uh, parents that must really have well, an effect on what you didn't change what you Jimmy's see. life whatsoever for some reason. <laughs> I definitely it took a hit. My movie viewing took a hit. Yeah, but. ours. For, why, why didn't ours? Well, in the last few years, is because your mother lives a mile from you, so she can babysit any night of the week, whereas Absolutely. it's a huge production for us to get a babysitter. But um, I mean, we saw three uh, last week alone. It's crazy. All right. Well, I want to hear what you saw. No, I can't. It's uh, time sensitive. You know what? I don't care. Uh, did you see... Uh, <laughs> no, that's fine. Have yeah. you seen uh, Florence Foster Jenkins? That's exactly what we saw. Did you like it? I thought it was a very sweet movie. Yeah, it's not great. Hugh Grant's really good. What did I say today? You said Hugh Grant was phenomenal. I thought he was. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not. I, this. I hate this sort of statement, but I believe Oscar worthy. I think he is such. Yeah. A, did you see it as well? No, I didn't. He he's he's grown up and he's yeah. a man and he plays he plays the comedy wonderfully. He plays the the, the charming wonder. I thought I and then the drama. Oh my god! Yeah, there's two scenes where like you, if you don't have a heart, you're you, you know you're 
I, there's no way to spin that. <laughs> if you don't have a heart, you'll be dead. <laughs> I couldn't save if you don't if you don't get choked up. You don't have a heart. Like, yeah. you know, some two really nice moments. Well, and also the the character is uh, in reading some of the reviews, they kind of described him as a cad because he's got this woman on the side. And I think a lesser actor probably would have played that he's being fake with Florence. And it's just like, well, I, you know, hey, she's not long for this world. Although apparently she was. Um, so yeah, I'll just I'll be nice to her, but I'll save my real passion for right. my mistress. And I think he understands like ah, some things are a bit more complicated than that. And he actually does have a love for Florence and for his mistress. And you at the see same it. Time. You see Hugh Grant's face. Yeah. Express that. I, yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, it's and it brings up a, a really interesting dilemma. I thought, which is, you know, he's he's trying to be he's trying to be loving towards his wife and all that, but like, but he's just lying to her and putting her in a position to, to be humiliated. And so it's like is the most loving thing you can do for someone is tell them the truth, even right. if, even if it would be hurtful. And I feel like, I don't know, there's, it's not a, it's not a perfect movie, but there's a lot of stuff in there that I, that I really responded to more, yeah. more so than I thought. I thought it might be a little bit too cutesy at times, but I, it, it worked for me quite a bit. Agree. Okay. And that's one movie down. One down. Uh, uh, don't think twice. I did see don't think twice. No. Did you see don't breathe? I did, but I heard it's great. Did you it's, see Don't, don't breathe, breathe Twice? twice. <laughs> ah, Matt Belknap doesn't go to movies, but he makes jokes. <laughs> <laughs> David had the same joke at the same time. Yes. Right? How's that make you feel? <laughs> Terrible, obviously. <laughs> obviously. I mean, I'll take the co-rate. You know? <laughs> it's fine. Sure. Uh, I'll get 50% of that. Oh, uh, well, now I'm a little insulted. Um, <laughs> yeah, that seemed to... Uh, I, yeah. yep. I guess I was... Uh, because of the position you're in, I'm treating you the way we usually treat Elliot, and that's not fair. That's but, not fair. Why yeah. You, yeah, why are you doing that? I don't know, because he's in. He's just, he's at uh, my 10 o'clock, which is where Elliot is. I'm Ellie also usually. doing where I'm, I'm seated the way that I always sit for our show. Which is kind of cutting Tyler out of And I'm kind Tyler of ignoring our, guest, our, our right, guests, right. Our ho- the host. Oh, my. Yeah. God, I hate myself. I'm just saying, <laughs> insulted me a little bit. It, you know, it's something a little bit. Go Here's get, a way I look. Go uh, get your shine box. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, you know, Dave and I, you, have, I, you and I have been, we've been doing a movie show for 500 episodes, uh, 500 weeks, pardon me. Whereas Matt has been, you know, adjacent to comedy here. <laughs> and so he's going to be picking up on some things from time to time. It's true. I assume, right? Wow. I mean, that's that's the, the most accurate way to describe it. <laughs> I, see, David, I'm defending you. Here. I appreciate that. Nobody, um, nobody goes after my co-host. All right. Now, uh, you didn't see Don't Breathe. I did not. Okay. But uh, I heard it's, uh, again, I hear it's wonderful. Do you like horror movies? I do. And I seem to recall, um, I had, uh, I, I put together like a list of possible topics uh, for today just in case. And I should have known. They're like, yeah, we're four blowhards. We're going to be fine. Um, but one of them was, uh, what is a movie that uh, that everybody seems to like and you do not? And I know that you are not a fan of It Follows. Which oh, came let's out get into it. Last, uh, last year. No, I do. I know. No, it bored me. <laughs> <laughs> it bore. In fact, I was just thinking about it today because I, the other one's Big Lebowski. I'm not a. Mm. I'm not a. I, I think I'm the only guy alive that hates that. I don't hate it. I just don't care, and I don't care about the dude, and I don't care about the t-shirts that go and the <laughs> lifestyle that people have with it. So sure, uh, you know, signing a bowling pin when they meet Jeff Bridges. Yeah, I don't care. I think you have to bring a certain uh, set of things to that movie to enjoy it. Like I enjoyed it, but I, it didn't. 
I wasn't like about to join a cult when I saw it. And I, I, so I recognize, like, I can see your take from my vantage point. You know what I mean? Even though I did find some things to like about it, but I, I have to assume just because of the reaction that people have that at a certain point in your life or of certain things that are going on with you and you see that and you're like, this is the answer. I got it. <laughs> yeah. This make everything makes sense now. Thank you. Coen brothers. So like, I, but yeah, for me, it was just like some funny stuff and like every Coen brothers movies, Got some really great stuff and some, I think, really deathly boring stuff um, happening, and uh, and then some some very odd and funny moments that uh, I don't know. Do they hundred percent hold together? I think so. I, I, I think it's great. I, I think it's great, but it's one of those things that uh, it's not uncommon to be put off by a movie based on the audience that attracts it and uh, that it attracts. And uh, Big Lebowski is one of those, like, I saw it when I was 16, um, mm. saw it with my dad, oddly enough, and uh, really loved it, really responded to it. And and then probably uh, probably th- two or three years later is when it really started, like, picking up steam on video and that kind of thing. And, and David gives me crap for this because I tend to be bothered by a certain aspect of the Lebowski audience um, because I feel like they enjoy it on the, on the dumbest level possible. I think that's my problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're going after like the sort of cheaper jokes and like just the sort of like stuff that it wasn't really the the core of the movie necessarily. There's yeah. it's just in there and they latch onto it. Like like the white Russian thing. It's like yeah. every alcoholic needs some fucking thing to be like, Yeah, yeah, white Russians, let's do it. And it's like that's just a thing. That's a character trait. Like, don't make more out of that than it needs to be made out of it. Yeah, you're not supposed to emulate the dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, he's a loser. <laughs> he's a successful man. Um, I don't think you're supposed to emulate anybody in that, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I personally love it, but I can definitely understand. Like, I feel like if I went to Lebowski Fest, is that in Wisconsin? I don't know. I, I thought f- it moved around. Okay. Wasn't um, it in LA one year? I feel it like might've, it yeah, I, I, I can't imagine going to that. I feel like as much as I would like the movie, it would probably turn me off. Of oh, it there's no while. question it would. Yeah. I mean, but there, there's, there are things that I like as much as people like that. So I understand mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Like I can understand being that into something. I'm not like what, what's your thing? What what convention are you going to? Who, well, I, I can understand. I can understand the Star Wars. Like okay. I'm I'm deep enough in that that I'm like yeah I uh, I get it. Like you you love something so much that you sort of you want to be a part of it in some way, or you want to at least be around people who feel the same way that you feel about it, and uh, and talk about it on a level that regular people are not going to be interested in talking about it on. Uh, so. Are you are you looking forward to Rogue One? I am. I'm I'm yeah. very excited. I thought the you know the most recent trailer was it looks unbelievable. I mean, like visually, I, I thought like Force Awakens had flaws, but it was the most visually ambitious Star Wars movie, and probably the most like like well crafted on a technical level Star Wars movies, which is crazy to say because the first one is groundbreaking, but it's also shitty on certain <laughs> levels, like just technical levels. There's some shitty stuff amidst the insane great special effects but i think rogue one looks even more visually incredible than force awakens like there's shots in that trailer i'm like holy shit this is like incredible yeah question here about rogue one is that the next star wars or is that the one that's in between it's the one in between yeah it's the, it's the star wars anthology whatever and so yeah it takes it takes pl- in the timeline it takes place right before the original star wars movie it, it's about the stealing of the plans for the death star that princess leia then puts in r2d2 at the beginning of of episode four. So it's, it is part of the whole thing, but it's not continuing the story that we saw in force Awakens. So uh, yeah, I'm super excited about it. I also am a little worried that it, they had to do six weeks of reshoots or something crazy. Yeah. I'm like, that's a whole movie's worth of reshoots. What the <laughs> fuck happened? Yeah. But, uh, I, I'm, I don't I'm, know. There's at a certain point, 
there's such a thing. I mean, I'm a big movie nerd, but there's such a thing as knowing too much about the making of a movie. Like, let's just uh, yeah. Like, I, not, I, I, I get that we know that and just watch the movie. When a, it comes out. Especially with Star Wars, I try to limit my uh, information intake because I don't want to know. Like, I have a friend who like looks up everything and like mm-hmm. wants to tell me. I'm like, don't tell me. I don't want to know. Uh, what you what you think you know because he thinks he like knows all the stuff about episode eight and i'm like don't i don't even want to hear it like i just want to go in and watch it that's how i'm going to enjoy it i think that's what sunk and i and it's going to sound like i'm making a joke but i'm not but uh, what sunk ishtar is that everybody heard about <laughs> oh, it's, right, right. it's way over yeah. budget there, there's trouble on the set yeah. there's this and at a time where you didn't hear about that sort of stuff like you do today with the internet but and I Ishtar's a funny movie and uh, and it didn't have a chance because everybody just went in going oh this thing's already a disaster well then I'm not going to see it right and then I think I don't know anybody that hasn't seen it that has seen it hasn't loved it I remember growing up uh, that was one of my mom's favorite movies that might sound like a, like I'm being insulting but just like but she always was defensive These about it. These people don't know your mom. <laughs> well, it's well. if you did, you'd be deeply insulted. I but I don't think we have to know his mom to know that it's insulting to say someone's favorite movie is Ishtar. Sounds insane. It's a great movie. I know, I've yeah. never seen it. I'm just saying, like, I could see why you would think that would sound insulting. But And that, like, even as she was talking to me and my brother about it, she got defensive like we knew all about Ishtar. <laughs> she's, she's like, you know, some people are going to say it's really bad. I thought it was really funny. It's like, Mom, it's fine. I'm six. I don't understand how this works. Yeah, you and your brother are like pointing at your copies of Variety. Check out the week B.O. I don't know. This was not Bafo, Mom. Uh, I, that's the same thing happened to Waterworld, which isn't good. Agreed. But like, it, No, Waterworld's fun. It's fine. I it, like Dennis like, Hopper in it. It's it's it would have been fine if no one knew the circumstances of its production. Like it would have been like okay, that was the stupid summer movie that was entertaining. And I mean, there's some goofy shit in it, but every there was so much pressure on it to be the the biggest, Mm -hmm. the greatest. And that to me is what's so insane about Titanic is that Titanic had the exact same circumstances, and it it, like the fact that that not only didn't. crash and burn or sink what <laughs> but the one. fact that it was the greatest like <laughs> like that it was so huge is bonkers because like you set the bar that high and then, like there's only two things that can happen it's either going to be an embarrassing failure that's like uh, going to ruin you forever or it will be the biggest movie of all time and that's it's so bonkers that that's what happened with that movie because like, the, the the circumstances were just right for everyone to be like all right what do you got mr 250 million dollar budget or whatever the you know but whatever it was at that time he engineered that movie to be like for everybody like there's there's big special effects there's a romance there's something for everybody but a lot of movies try to do that and it's hard it's hard to pull that off i think most of the time when movies try to appeal to everybody that's when they get into trouble because Mm -hmm. it's like you can't really make everyone happy like you're usually you're you're just so mayonnaise you're so down the middle when you do that that everyone gets turned off and they're just like look like this was this didn't this wasn't strong enough in any direction it's just well, there's a reason why in the midst of all its oscars it was not nominated for screenplay right um i mean i know. did think that I, like as a as a film student at the time that that came out or maybe i just graduated i was like this is garbage but at the same time i'm like it's so watchable like it's yeah. ridiculously watchable um you can't help but get caught up in in it for what it is i mean it's, and it I, came I out in december it's a, it's a good movie yeah personally no i you know what i i think titanic is a good, a good I movie uh, I, I like a lot of james cameron's movies maybe despite the screenplay but i think uh he's a in terms of assembling a movie from a technical standpoint uh and then making it emotionally resonant he, mm-hmm. he does that time and time again 
uh, and tends to I mean, he outshines even Zemeckis I think in terms of that uh, Robert Zemeckis's movies tend to tend to fall flat for me tend to disappoint me yeah but they're they're both like techno technocrats uh, right. who are crowd pleasers at the same time yeah you're, but, uh, you're slinging shit at your old boss there David <laughs> yeah it's one of my first jobs in oh, Los Angeles was a, uh, I, I was a PA on Beowulf it was a great job. Wow. I don't even remember Beowulf. It was an all-motion capture movie. Oh, God. Right, 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 right. Uh, 3D with uh, Ray Winstone yep. as Beowulf and Crispin Glover as, as uh Was as that Grendel. after um, the – what was the the train one? Yeah, it was after Polar Express, Polar Express. but before the um, Scrooge – the. Uh, Oh, Christmas, a Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. <laughs> yeah. These are the movies that no one will be able to watch. Even now, or I don't know, if not now, then in 10 years, they you can't look, I can't look at Polar Express. It's so creepy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the eyes. <laughs> the yeah, eyes, yeah. the dead eyes. Just everything looks I, awful. I have it on DVD because that Christmas, working on Beowulf, they gave it to everybody. Oh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays, That's everybody. A little something you're stocking. <laughs> yeah. I just don't. I mean, I know, and it's come a long way to the point that, you know, movies i like use it but i still don't really understand why they do it i just feel like i don't think this is the best solution to anything i, I just think it's uh it's a weird they were talking i was watching a, a featurette about force awakens they were talking about how it's like it's really just like it the, the actors are like puppeteers now they're like they're puppeteering the character that's that's being created in the computer and i'm like yeah but there's no like but i mean now now the, the when i was this was 10 years ago uh, more than 10 years ago that i worked on on beowulf you couldn't do what you can do now now the, right. this the the mocap actor can be in Doing the space live. with the, yeah. with the person as opposed yeah. to having being a separate right. volume they call it that's uh that's mocap speak <laughs> the, the volume <laughs> is um, that the room yeah the room but that has this, just all the cameras right. about it it's just called a, a volume um is that anyway. like a murder of crows? <laughs> <laughs> a volume of mocaps? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did have a, a question. Uh, this is for you guys because I don't have kids. David doesn't have kids. And uh, Jimmy, I find myself uh, quoting you from time to time when you yell at the audience and say, it's not for you in reference to certain types of movies or yeah. whatever. And so now when I saw Polar Express, I was an adult and I thought like, this is terrible. Movies like that that we just view as like like oh the movie uh, kids movies were way better when we were kids. Well, we were also kids mm-hmm. and not super discerning. Uh, is that something? And this is for for either one of you that like your kids, you you find yourself saying th- realizing like oh this movie that I think is shit is actually because it's not for me. Uh, you know what? It's actually it does its job. You know, kids like it. I think so. Uh, although I, it seems, I don't know if there's been a lot. Well, I mean. I'm, I'm not a superhero guy, mm. uh, so that's a bad example of it. Like, because I was trying to think of one that Oliver loved, but it's not a kids' movie. The Avengers or no. Captain America and uh, Civil Hats, uh, hats or whatever the hell it's called. Uh, Civil Hats. Civil Hats. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of a kids' movie that he liked that I thought was a uh, was just usually awful. he's like a Oliver's a pretty tough critic actually. Like he's yeah. he's he'll t- like he a lot of things that are like most kids would be like yeah great. He's a little like meh. Yeah, she's all right, Dad. Yeah, like and so. It, it's always kind of like that too. It's usually the ones that I also would like. Oh God, I can't wait for this to end. And then he'll go, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was okay. Like, oh, all right. Uh, yeah, I can't think of what. Although, wait, are they into know? the minions? Is that a the? There we go. Okay, <laughs> that's one. Yeah. All right. In fact, uh, I was very lucky that my mother wanted to take him to see the minions because she likes it. Okay. Yeah, but uh, no, to me, that's... Uh... That's French comedy, you guys. No good. No good. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, 
Charlie loves Minions. He, the, the number one with a bullet right now for me is um, Angry Birds, Ang- the Angry mm. Birds movie, which is just fucking atrocious. <laughs> and Charlie, it's like his favorite thing. Really? He watched it twice in one day the other day because we were traveling. We were flying across That's the country. Parent. Oh, you're flying. Yeah, we were on a plane. <laughs> he was like, cue it back up. Like, Let's not? do it again. <laughs> he watched it once at the beginning of the flight and he watched it again uh, before we landed. Who sits with you? How do you... I apologize. I'm uh, stealing it there. That's fine. But I am it's, curious. Yeah. There are four of you. Yeah. How do you do it? Three in one? It just depends on what's available. We did three and one there, and we did two and two on the way back. Thank you for your help. Um, so yeah, at least, at least like because it's always like she doesn't want to sit next to a stranger. She would rather sit with them and have to deal with that, which isn't bad. They're good travelers, so it's not that big a deal. But she would rather be on duty with them than sit next to a stranger, which I'm not a hundred percent sure. I, I I'm always like, okay, I'll just sit here. But yeah, half the time. That's probably the better because you're sitting next to a small child and that's you easier. Room, yeah, yeah, you got, you got that uh, elbow room. Sorry, guys, this is not movie talk at all. But, that's fine. But no, yeah, no, they started the kids yeah. watching a movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, then we did two and two on the way back uh, this last weekend. But yeah, I, I Angry Birds, like, you know, when you're four, it's just bright color. Like, first of all, a boy, like, I, I don't know if all boys are like this. I think most of them are. Like they they just have a lot of aggression that they don't know what to do with, mm-hmm. and a lot of adult men have that too. Um, but <laughs> and they're uh, all voting, <laughs> <laughs> right? So hopefully he outgrows it. But at this point in his life, he just loves seeing uh, a red ball smashing things. Yeah, <laughs> that's his favorite <laughs> thing. Easy. Yeah, huh. uh, so he'll he'll do it all day. But uh, yeah, I, I, I sometimes like you'll agree with that. We've talked about this a lot. Sometimes you can watch a mediocre kids movie with your child and if they're into it you can okay. you can enjoy it more than you would have yeah, certainly sure. like i've seen a lot of movies that were just like eh but because my kids liked it i was like okay like i enjoyed it enough cuz i was feeding off of their enjoyment angry birds couldn't do it it couldn't <laughs> i couldn't latch onto their energy i was just like no no oh you know home the movie home okay oh, god uh, Oliver liked Home. Is that an alien movie? Yeah. Yeah. Jim Parsons. Jim Parsons. Yeah. Okay. And just, nope. Mm-mm. And then it's like, hey, Dad, let's watch Home. Oh, let's not. That's awful. Did you guys, no, uh, this is coming as a non-kid uh, haver who uh, saw this movie and reviewed it. Did you see The Secret Life of Pets this yes. summer? Yeah, that that's was another one. That, you're talking about the energy. That movie is so shrill and loud yeah. that I, I like, I mean, it's only like oh, 90 minutes long, but I wanted to check out. Yeah. That was another one that Charlie loved and I was just couldn't, couldn't, could not end soon enough. <laughs> like, you didn't see it? No. Uh, again, I was lucky enough that my uh, mother wanted to take him. <laughs> but go. Oliver didn't like that, did he? Or did I believe he? the two, I, I think my mom, if I'm not mistaken, my mom, when that came home and I said, how was the movie? I think my mom lied and said, oh, it was real cute. It was real cute. And then Oliver's like, yeah. And then eventually he went, you know what? I didn't like it. And then my mom was like, yeah, it's not very good. (laughs) Right. Yeah. We should clarify for the audience who doesn't know. They don't know our show. Charlie is four. My daughter Zoe is just turning eight. And Oliver is, of course, 23. Yes. Uh, He is. uh, He's nine. He just turned nine last week. So, uh, yeah. Happy birthday. But his favorite, his two favorite movies of all time. Uh, to give you an idea of what he does like is the new Ghostbusters is his favorite movie of all time. Okay. Interesting. Okay. And uh, Holy Grail, Monty Python, nice. is his oh. second favorite movie of all time. Nice. That's, wow. Those are his top two. Yeah. yeah. He's That's, a little uh, bit ahead of the curve of, of me because I was maybe, maybe not, I was 11 or 12 when I discovered Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And much like Angry Birds, I watched it multiple times. I watched it, I think the day I discovered that movie, I watched it four times <laughs> in one day. Uh, it, and it is one of, I would say, my top five favorite comedies yeah. of all time. To really? This day. Yeah. 
I was might even be Top three. I was probably thirteen or something, but I felt the same way. Like I didn't I didn't watch it four times in one day. But yeah, it when like when I first saw Monty Python, I was like, I didn't know things could be this funny. Like yeah. I couldn't believe how funny it was. What what are the top two? I, my, my my top three comedies yeah. of all time, and I'm not gonna give an order to this because it changes a lot. Uh but Airplane, Holy Grail, Best in Show. Mine is uh, Strange Love, Airplane. And then I'm not, I'm honestly not sure what number three would be. I, it's like those two for me. I, I love Airplane so much. I would say Airplane, Caddyshack, and then obviously uh, Loverboy. Fletch. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. What's the other? What's the other? Uh, the, uh, from the same area, Vacation. Mm. Uh, apparently Chevy Chase movies. Uh, <laughs> you big fan of Foul Play? Uh, I don't know anything what, about foul play. Yeah, it's about, all right. Okay. What about, the funny, what about funny farm? <laughs> you know what? Funny farm is pretty moments. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that at the theater. So did I. Fucking horrible. <laughs> it's not good. I <laughs> thought that about Christmas Vacation too. I saw it in the movies uh, at the theater, uh, but I was in a horrible mood. Uh, but now in watching it again, it's uh, not as atrocious as I thought. But Christmas Vacation is like. Vacation is an R-rated movie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Christmas Vacation is like a PG-rated movie, and so. And, and it came out when I was a kid. So Christmas Vacation for me as a kid, like, that was my vacation. That, yeah, right? yeah, that was what my parents let me watch. And it's I definitely PG-13 because he does say Danny fucking K. Oh, okay. PG-13. And, uh, That's right. Yeah. And I remember, yeah, that's... We're gonna, what is it? We're going to smile? like <laughs> We're going to be that, the, the hap happiest <laughs> bunch of assholes since... Uh, oh, this side of the nut house. And I don't remember. But then he says, since Bing Crosby danced with Danny fucking K. I remember liking that part. Yeah. <laughs> that part's pretty funny. Um, yeah, that's one that I... That one, growing up, I laughed histor- hysterically at and historically. Um, and <laughs> I, read it, I studied it in school. <laughs> yeah, it just, and then I, it's, I watched it again a few years ago. No. Mm. Can I interrupt you, though? Yes. About you saying it's PG-13, because there was a time you could say fuck in a PG movie. One yeah, in the, in the 70s. Uh, Spaceballs. Yeah. Oh, there's the new one, by the way, in case we're curious. Oliver. Uh, loves it. Oh, I didn't know you'd seen loves it. Loves it. That's a perfect movie for a nine-year-old. Loves Especially it. Especially a nine-year-old who likes Star Wars. Yeah, and, that's and, when yeah. I, I liked it. And, and I also I liked love it. I, mean, I love Mel Brooks. I love it. I mean, Young Frankenstein, of course, uh-huh. yeah. uh, is in my top. Uh, and Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Uh, and then it's, it just bums me out because it's like it's like he just doesn't know what he, who he is, Mel Brooks, in that movie. Like, is he doing an airplane-style movie? Yeah. Is he doing a Mel Brooks movie? Is he doing no. something that's not even one of those two things? It's so... God, the jokes are on the nose. I mean, literally on the horribly. And like that's the thing. You guys that, love it. You're, you're, you're. No, I, I, I have gone. I, I loved it when I was uh, Oliver's age for sure, which is when it was probably new to home video. Um, but yeah, I have grown out of liking that movie almost at all. There are there are a few bits like the uh, renting the movie Spaceballs to find out what's happening elsewhere in the movie. Like I, that funny. bit, that bit works. And the end where he says, "Fuck, even in the future, nothing works." I like yeah. that joke. Anytime, anytime it pokes fun at uh, the franchise of star wars uh more so than the actual movie that's where i think it's it's at its best because anything that it, it's like and you know what and i i'll i'll laugh at the dumb joke that there's pizza the hut nope that's it's, the, that's I, the, that's the incredibly example stupid. i was gonna okay, use yeah that infuriated me <laughs> what about what about combing the desert do you like that joke I, you know, I wrote, I wrote, and I don't write. I, uh, uh-huh. This guy Fred Hagen and I wrote. At, uh, I was a freshman in high school. He was a, a junior. We wrote an era, like an airplane style movie, mm. and we had combing the beach, uh-huh. and we had those jokes in there. It's like I was fourteen, right. and 
he's Mel Brooks. It shouldn't <laughs> be in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then when you see, you know, uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights or Dracula Dead and Loving It, and then suddenly Spaceballs looks really sophisticated. <laughs> yeah. Like, he got, he got really broad as he got, as yeah. he got older. But he's still brilliant. I mean, he's, uh, you talk to him, he's brilliantly funny and, yeah. and sharp and quick and there. Then why did that happen? I don't know. Matt, your thoughts? That's the, the that's what those are the Mel Brooks movies I grew up on was Spaceballs and and Men in Tights, and I was just like, and I never I never saw Young Frankenstein or Blazing Saddles as a kid, and I was just like, I don't get this guy. I don't. It's not my like. I, I and it wasn't even like a, I'm too like protective of Star Wars. It was like, yeah, let's make fun of Star Wars. That's a great idea, and I just was like, this, uh, this isn't doing it for me. But um, but favorite comedies like I I have a thing. Like the funniest movies to me, that's like two different things. Like the to me, they're like the, the, the my favorite comedies, and then they're the funniest comedies. Mm-hmm. So like okay. to me, the ones that do like there's just two that to me are like the perfect movies, which are Trading Places, yeah, and um, and then Flirting with Disaster, the David O'Reilly. That's, that's a good one. Which is like just a perfect movie and so funny, but also just like so so well executed on every level. Well, if you're gonna go in that. In that room, I'd also, I'd also throw in Midnight Run. Oh, yeah, Midnight yeah. Runs in the top yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I apparently have way too many top five. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the other day we were talking about we were going to do a list of the 100 greatest top five movies? Yeah. Because like, like we were trying to, we were looking at this stupid, Jimmy saw this stupid list of 100 greatest TV shows. And we were like, there's like 25 shows that should be in everybody's top five. So like, yeah. it just you can't like really choose at a certain point. But yeah, I... Uh, Midnight Run's flawless. Midla- yeah. Midnight Run is a perfect movie and a really great comedy. Yeah. But then there are the, the airplanes of the world, which like nothing is funnier than airplane. You know, yeah. like the laughs. If you counted the laughs, I don't know that there's another movie that has more laughs. Like it's so fucking great. Herbie yeah. and the Bean? <laughs> is that even a thing? Uh, Herbie the Love Bug? Or Wait, is that it? Herbie Reloaded? <laughs> Isn't there a movie called Herbie and the Bean? Not to my knowledge. This is the second time <laughs> I made this reference <laughs> in three days. Is it a Herbie movie? Is it a I Love gotta Bug? I got to look it up. I think I'm thinking of, is there Pinky in the, there's Pinky in the Brain. Pinky in the, pinky brain. In the brain. But is yeah. there Pinky in the Bean? And then there's Pink in the Stink. <laughs> That's something that, I'll let you put two there, baby. <laughs> uh, hang on. Um, what, what did I just say? Herbie and the Bean. Herbie. No, this cannot be a thing. Is that like a maybe that's like a morning zoo or something like that? That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Is it BJ and the Bear that you think? That's it. No. Yeah. That's Smoking and the there bear. is Herbie and the Bean movie. I'm not nuts. Oh my god. What is it? When is it? Oh, it's Freebie and the Bean. Oh, okay. So I'm right. Okay. <laughs> I at least know I'm not nuts. Um What was the other one I said? Is, what is that? Freebie and the Bean. Let's find out for you. Okay. Thank you. Freebie the Bean is a 1974 action comedy film about two offbeat. This is a, this is what I was thinking about. Okay, uh, t- uh, about two offbeat police detectives who wreak havoc in San Francisco. Oh, all right, that sounds terrible. Anybody of note in it? Let's find out together. <laughs> um, I'm on the edge of my seat. It's very exciting. Uh, there are like the 70s had some of the greatest movies of all time, and I think probably some of the worst movies of all sure. time, all in the same decade. And some of the just like the stock studio comedy, some of the more most garbage stuff like things that can't even really be shown like you couldn't even like if you tried to air it on television people would like complain <laughs> this is not professional <laughs> like that's how bad it is alright James Conn's your star oh, it's you directed by Richard Rush okay uh, written by Robert Kaufman and Floyd Muttrix Alan Arkin Loretta oh, okay. Swit Jesus this cast uh, is Alex Rocco Valerie oh, wow. Harper wow it's, it, I remember it being great the there's like re- five huge names right there it's a really good cast uh, Harper was nominated for a Golden Globe for new star of the year, mm. uh, an award they no longer give out. Yeah, <laughs> never heard of that. I think because they, I think 
I think uh, too many of the new stars of the year like went on to do not much. Valerie Harper yeah. is a notable exception. But uh, yeah, if you look at those from like the 60s and 70s, like, oh, the most like uh, most promising newcomer right. and then cut to 10 years later and the person is like dead or something. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you know what? We're going to stop making these predictions because uh, it kind of makes us look bad and we're already the Golden Globes. Right. We um, have enough trouble to be exactly. legitimate. <laughs> Can I... Can I ask you guys going back to the the, the funniest movies thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, of all the movies we named, my best in show was the most recent movie. Like, yeah. how far back does a movie have to be oh, before wow. before mm-hmm. you feel comfortable? Like, saying like, because I, I I struggled for a long time with like best in show. I was like, but that it's too recent. But I don't know. Like, it, it is great. I don't think it. I don't think that matters. Like, I think if you see a movie in the theater and it's like wall to wall laughs, then you know that movie. It's got it. You know. Like, I think I remember seeing something about Mary, and like, I don't know if it holds up. I don't even know if it matters if it holds up. But like, seeing that movie in the theater was insane. Like, it was cr- people were mm-hmm. going crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And the same thing with like, I remember Dumb and Dumber being like that. Like, there's and and I don't think Dumb and Dumber is this great. I don't even know how funny it is but like those guys knew how to make for for a few years they knew how to push those buttons and and make a crowd go crazy and i i love that i, I feel like that is kind of lacking actually in movies right now like i don't i don't see people making and I, again I, I haven't really been paying that much attention honestly but i don't see people going for it like that you know like just going for as many laughs as you can but not completely being like there's like no semblance of a story because some of those movies you know they they go back and forth but like you I need something gonna, i was gonna offer up super bad and then i realized that movie's almost 10 years old yeah <laughs> um I don't know if but, that was, was that wall to wall funny. Like I, I thought it was at the time. We I, saw it. Yeah, yeah, we laughed quite a bit. We um, laughed at bad moms. We we laughed a lot at that. Really, my mm. wife and I. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's not. I'm different being in the top. Yeah, fifty. But speaking of movies, okay. If I'm uh, if I'm going to go to a number four on my list, it's probably going to be Wet Hot American Summer, which is a movie that Tyler and I saw together. It did not have that experience of their, their of this about Mary because there were maybe five people in the entire right. theater. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then I've since seen it, <clears throat> like at the cemetery screenings they do here. And it does get that reaction. Of course, now everybody knows the movie, and that's a different, yeah. different thing. Don't get this guy started. <laughs> oh, you're not a. I, 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 I figure. As much. I am friends with uh, a lot of people in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> I, I think it's terrific. <laughs> I think you had to be a certain age or I, it younger wasn't for me. to to like because it's it is so drenched in irony. You know, what I mean, like that's why even if you had seen it in a full theater when it first came out, I think most people. Like an average viewing audience. Like if you saw it in L.A., it would be different. But if you just like went to somewhere random place in the middle of America and saw that movie with a crowd, most people would just be like staring blankly at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like you sort of have to be willing. You, you have to fe- you have to go in feeling like I'm already in on what these guys do. Um, and so I can like be in on their joke. You know what I mean? Otherwise, I think it's a little bit. um uh, impenetrable in some ways, but I, I mean, I loved it because I, I was, I watched the state in, in right, college. Right. Like I was completely the target audience for that movie. What yeah. is everybody's take on role models? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I like role good. models a lot. Yeah. Cause that's the same director. That's David Wayne. Who's a guy that I sometimes find hit and miss. Like, what is it? The 10? Is that what it is? Yeah. His 10 commandments thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which obviously because of the way it's laid out, some of them are very funny and some of them are just right. a complete whiff. True. Um, but I guess an argument could be made that he's one of those guys that I think kind of swings for the fences. And I think he's he's yeah. really trying to do what you're talking about in that. Yeah. in that in that phase of his career, I think no. so. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I love they came together as, as well. The the rom com. Yeah, I never actually ended up did. watching that, and I know it's like on Hulu now. It's this one with Amy Poehler and Paul Rudd, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. it's pretty good. It's very funny, it, but some some of the jokes, like if you watch a lot of romantic comedies, some of the jokes are so smart and incisive that your reaction isn't to laugh; it's to go, "Wow, like right, right, that right. really hit." Like yeah. that. Uh, they got they got it yeah i'm paying attention yeah (laughs) Yeah. i don't even know like one of the things is like that i wrestle with is like maybe i'm just too old and i don't know if i'm ever gonna see a movie the same way that i saw them when i was younger like i don't know if i could even get on board for a movie that's just like we're gonna be funny you know because like obviously people still make those zucker type movies like the scary movie type movies and i have no interest in that no zero Uh, Zero. like i don't want to see somebody do that um but I, I still feel like it's like like society is missing that sort of like and it doesn't have to be a Zucker type thing. You could do different styles of comedy that are still like like I think the, I think the um, Farrelly's found a new way or their own way to do movies that were like really joke heavy and really like comedy set piece heavy, which is, I think, another thing that people don't necessarily go for as much where it's like, let's build an entire sequence out just to be just for laughs like the, the, mm-hmm. this whole thing the whole thing with the hair gel this is an incredibly convoluted and elaborate thing just for a laugh and like but yeah. we're gonna do that <laughs> like that's what we're yeah. here to do we're here to be funny so let's do everything we can do to be funny but i think that laugh is such an audacious one that yeah. i think they're just like all right the more we build it up, the, the better it's, it is. It's yeah. one laugh, yeah. but it's going to be a big laugh, right. especially if we take a lot of time yeah. to, to build to it. But that movie has multiple things like that. I mean, like, I think when he gets his, his testicles ca- caught in mm-hmm. a zipper is another moment like that yeah. where you're just like, can't you? And again, I don't know, like maybe we've progressed or maybe I'm older now. Like maybe it wouldn't hit me the same way. But like at in that moment, in that theater at that time, it was like, I I can't believe this. You like, know, what? I'm, the last movie I saw that had that kind of reaction is not at all the kind of movie that you're gonna you would think of. But when I saw The Wolf of Wall Street in the theater, <laughs> yeah. the Quaalude scene when he's crawling yeah, to right. the car and like trying to get into the car and his foot gets caught on the like right, wing right, right, door, right. like just peals of laughter, rolling laughter mm-hmm. throughout the audience. That was maybe the last time I've experienced that in a theater. You know what? I just watched that. I was like. Uh, and Jimmy had already seen it and liked it, and 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 I, I had wanted to see it and just didn't didn't get to the theater to see it, so I watched it at home as uh, the Nice Guys, which mm. it is was way more comedic than I expected it to be. And the main takeaway for me is like Ryan Gosling actually has insane like physical comedy chops. Yeah. Like he that scene in the in the bathroom stall when he's like trying to be like grabbing his gun. He's got yeah. the magazine and the cigarette and he's fumbling with everything at the same time. I mean that's like that is high level. That is that's so hard to do and he like I, I just want now I just want to see a whole movie of him doing physical yeah. comedy. I think he's and I think he's funny. He's he's a great comedic actor in general, but like just that thing that's that's I think that's pretty rare. Do you guys um so as I've gotten uh, older and more uh, pretentious, I've gotten into uh, silent comedy. Do you guys watch any silent comedy? Like, is that a thing that you've ever been interested in? <laughs> All right. Jimmy yeah, is you know doing some let silent me, comedy right now. That, yes. Uh, you <laughs> are a big fan. See what I just fan. did? I yeah. just uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, All right. Uh, yeah, you, you keatened me with your stone I, face I don't there. dislike it, but I don't care. I, mean, okay. I don't I don't suss it out. I don't search it out. I don't look for it. Uh, <laughs> Such disdain in your voice. I thought Oliver was... Well, he was watching Three Stooges. Three Stooges. Oh, yeah. But he didn't go back as far as Chaplin or anything. No. I, I, I will say, like, in college, I watched a lot of Buster Keaton. I loved okay. Buster Keaton. But it's, it's like the kind of thing that's just like there's so much to watch. Yeah. As, as a, I don't know, like... 
I don't know what I don't know what I what situation I would be in where I, I got down to like, well, oh, this is all that's left. <laughs> gonna, <laughs> gonna watch the general again. <laughs> Nothing wrong with watching the general. The general's amazing. Yeah. General is like a masterpiece. Uh which is yeah, it's a really it's a really cool movie. Like, but the thing about that stuff is it's almost like there maybe is some things that you can still laugh at mm. like that'll actually elicit a laugh but it's actually more like just awe like you're watching you're yeah. like, i can't believe yeah i've said before that, that they I, pulled this off i think of the general almost more of an a, as an action movie than a comedy yeah, it is definitely and it's also like watching it's like it's just like a here's uh it, it's like going to the circus and being like look what this guy can do like yeah. i can't <laughs> believe this guy can actually do these things because he's really doing them there's no like effect there's this uh, story that I've told on the show before, but it's fascinating to me, and it's Buster Keaton, where there's a, a scene in, um, I think it's Sherlock Jr., where he's running, he's on top of a train, and he's running one way, and the train's running the other way, and yeah. then he falls, and uh, and there was one one take where he fell and, like, hit the back of his neck on the, the, the rail, you know, and so, and he's like, oh, man, that really, it's like, that really hurts, and so he's like, ah, oh, my, and his head hurt for, like, the next two weeks. And then 20 years later, he was uh, getting an X-ray from a doctor and, and the, of course, from a doctor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some back alley X-ray. Um, and, he, uh, and the doctor said, when did you break your neck? Oh, my God. And he said, oh, I, I didn't break my neck. He said, no, look at here. There's a definite fracture here that, uh, that healed up. Oh. And he said, you know what I bet it was? I'll bet it was wow. this thing, you know? And uh, so, yeah, he broke his neck and didn't even know it. Like, Jesus men were men back then, damn it. Jesus Christ, I stubbed my toe and I'm out. <laughs> he also was probably always drunk. So, sure, that's like, very that possible. Helps. It's just if you're always drinking, you can probably survive right. a, a neck break and get through it. And then uh, Harold Lloyd, who's the who's my guy now. Ever since uh, college, I thought he was amazing, and uh, thankfully his stuff is starting to be released in a larger capacity now. But he's a guy who uh, he he had he was holding a prop, sorry, quotes around prop bomb, and thought it'd be a fun photo op to like light his cigarette with this thing. And apparently, someone put I don't know why there's a real bomb <laughs> sitting around. Why? What? Yeah. He was like in it. He was at, uh, in like a, at a back lot and uh, there was a prop table there and there was a photographer taking photos. And so he grabbed on the prop table, apparently a real bomb and uh, and like lit it and like held it up to uh, his cigarette. And then someone and then he noticed like this thing is not work this doesn't look like uh it's not smoking the way like a prop bomb does so he kind of like throws it away from his face and blew three of his it blows up three of his fingers go missing oh, Jesus. and oh. so then he decides oh, okay here's what i'll do he has a flesh-colored glove made that essentially has like fake fingers that are that are sewn into sewn to his real fingers so like if he does this like it looks like he's making a fist and stuff and then he decides he's gonna do a safety last where he has to climb up a building Again, this is insane. Right. Yeah. I don't know what is wrong with these people. Yeah, they're, I mean, I, they were not normal people. Like, <laughs> yeah. they, they, I think they came from a world where it was just like, I mean, when Chaplin was like, you know, performing on vaudeville yeah. when he was like four or something. Yeah. So it's like a horrible life, you know, around that time. <laughs> yeah. Just like there's no, there's nothing to live for. So you might as well just like do whatever you can to, to make people laugh, I guess. But I, I you know, that, uh, that is a great photo op, by the way. Like, to, to oh, get sure. A picture of a comedian lighting a cigarette with a bomb. That's that is a great. Yeah. Like, I, I think oh, his like, instincts were right. GQ should rip off that idea. Like, have <laughs> do a photo shoot with somebody now. And like, I would I would 
I think that would come. I mean, don't really blow the person up, obviously. Right. Use, yeah. use the fake bomb this time. Depends but. who it is. Yeah. Who would you like to blow up, Jimmy? I don't know. <laughs> Number of people. <laughs> and they're all the, in wet hot American yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um what's uh, uh we're, we're when this comes out we're on the we're on the brink or, or maybe we're into the uh prestigious fall movie season anything yeah. you guys are looking forward to this fall other than rogue one mm. uh i haven't read my entertainment weekly this week <laughs> yet so i don't know what the fall <laughs> movies are there was one but i don't remember what it is what is it anybody oh, yeah, that thoughts one. i'm gonna say rogue one is it rogue one it is not rogue one damn it miss sloan Mm, is it uh, the girl on the train? That's no, out. By, train that's out by now. Good. By the time mm, you're hearing yeah. this podcast, Sully. So well, that that'll definitely be out by the time this goes yeah. up. But yeah, yeah uh, I, I my wife has no interest in seeing that, and I would see it in a heartbeat. Uh, yeah, I also have no interest in seeing Sully. I could watch not, Tom Hanks in basically anything. I can't do. I feel, I feel the same. Oh, way. you know what I watched? So the other day, uh, Tyler and I for the podcast watched four zombie movies back to back to back. Um, and recorded ourselves and guests uh, doing commentary on them. It was a fun thing. But it's still even, available for sale, by the way, everybody. Yeah, it's available for sale. Uh, support the podcast. Um, but um, my brain was understandably fried from watching eight hours of people getting ripped apart uh, by zombies. Yep. So um, speaking of Tom Hanks, I went home and I was like, what's an uplifting movie? And I picked what, in my weird brain, is the most uplifting movie of all time, which is Cloud Atlas. So I watched all three hours of Cloud Atlas, <laughs> Jesus. and I felt very, I felt much better about the world. Um, I don't care what you're watching. That's five movies in one day, one of which is three hours. That's a lot of movies for one day, man. Maybe just go outside. I don't know. Do you know like, it's not a bad idea. Do you know who I am? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Literally, anytime I'm not watching movies, like I would probably rather be watching movies. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Your license plate frame says that, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Sport Chalet at the bottom. Um, R.I.P. Rest in peace. <laughs> oh, is Sport Chalet not around anymore? Oh, yeah, we've they, lost them. They took it, to, to, quote, to quote everyone, they took it to the limit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's gone now. Did you mention it on the show or something? It's I'm sure, I'm sure we did. I'm sure the curse... Uh, I know. I can only say the only thing I know of that's coming out other than Rogue One is uh, is Fantastic Beasts, uh, oh, which sure. my daughter's very excited about. Yeah, She's I don't know where I stand on that. I, I, I've seen the trailer so many times now that I'm already bored with it. And yet it looks like I'll be bored at the movie too. I'll, I'll, that doesn't seem like a yet. That seems <laughs> yeah, like that's not, <laughs> however, let me also suggest. <laughs> but hear me out. On the other hand, I think I'll be bored. Uh, I just I'm excited because I haven't read all the harry potters or seen all the harry potters and this is a harry potter thing that i can watch without feeling like i need to know anything you know what i mean sure. like it's a fresh start for me so i can see it not worry about anything um and i don't even know because like so my wife is reading the harry potter books to my daughter uh slowly and uh and and i'm gonna read it to our son when he's old enough so like i've got years before i even know what the hell's going on in harry <laughs> potter uh, I, I know the bare minimum but uh, but it, this one I don't know like I didn't I, the only thing I've seen is that first Harry Potter movie and I, I thought it was I thought it sucked so I don't know like I'm kind of excited I like Eddie Redmayne I think maybe they're they got a little more from what I've heard they got a little more savvy about how they made those movies and they got like figured it out a little bit and and they got better and better which is very odd for franchises that usually they get worse but so like maybe this will be good maybe maybe this one was like right in the right in the pocket and and nailing it so I I'm. And I'll just, you know, it's it's fun. Like anytime, because my daughter doesn't like to see, she's not like, she's not up for any movie. So like when I know she wants to see one, it's exciting for me because I love going to the theater. But you don't usually go that much because it's like twisting her arm to like do, you know, like I had to twist her arm to see uh, 
Pete's Dragon, which is like, come on, like, how is this not like you gotta something's here for you, right? <laughs> like, like slam dunks. This is for you. Like, they made it for you. Come on. Uh, so you're but, a consumer, consume. Right, and then she like finally agreed to see it, and she was like, yeah, it was good. Like, did you, do you like Pete's Dragon? I did. I didn't. I don't have any nostalgic connection to it. Like I, we were talking about this, Jimmy and I were talking about it with my wife, and uh, I didn't. I don't think I saw the original. I, it's weird because I remember it, it, but I think I only remember it from like a picture book that I had of it or something. Because <laughs> like, so like watching it, I was just like, it just felt slow to me. Like it felt pretty slow, and and I don't know. Yeah, I I, I grew up with with the original, um, but I. For the most part, nostalgia doesn't play a big part in like how I look at a, a remake. Um, the thing that struck me is it just the original is for good or ill. Like it's it's a very distinct movie. Like you have uh, people breaking out in a song. You have Shelley Winters, you know, in the mud because uh, <laughs> the dragon threw her in there and stuff like that. Um, but uh, you know, and it's and I remember thinking it was kind of fun and silly. And then this new one just struck me as particularly. I thought it was visually beautiful i thought yeah. they shot it really well but i thought it was kind of bland it's bland like it's very bland huh. it's like it's missing like my feeling was like as the like like my my, my old like script reading brain was like mm-hmm. they forgot to give this dragon a personality <laughs> like that was the thing that was sort of the gaping hole in the middle of the movie it was like this is a really boring dragon like i can't believe this how, how boring this dragon is because it's not like dragons aren't all that uh, exciting well, but that that's the problem. Like, but you've seen movies with like bears or with dogs and they're like full of personality and that's like the whole point of the bears movie. And dogs are full of personality. Dragons uh, by nature are boring. Yeah, they're very uh, aloof as we they, all know. Yes, yeah. they nailed it. Well, <laughs> they I mean, nailed the dragon. It, now, was this a documentary? Did I miss the part? Nailed the dragon's a porn that I just saw <laughs> and it was outstanding. Yeah, yeah. It was like a it was like Except based on Enter the Dragon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A lot of uh, Asian ashes swishing around. <laughs> sure, well, it's right up your alley yeah, then. Sure, I love it. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I just, and also it's very like well, I thought what you were going to say was like it's, it's, it's dead serious. Like there's no fun at all. In it's, agreed. Yeah, boy, oh boy, it's crazy how serious it is. Put that beautiful uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's in it. She's, yeah, she's very pretty, and and uh, yeah, everybody's good. It's yeah, like you said, beautifully shot by Philippe Rousselo. <laughs> oh wow watch yeah it. that's right i'm dropping the dp on you <laughs> <laughs> he shot a river runs through it uh, oh, great, oh okay great, i could see that great that DP. movie yeah um great dp shut up, <laughs> shut up. Look, you're speaking our language now absolutely he, he also he also shot not milo and otis but another what was another movie from the 80s where an animal was going down a river for two hours <laughs> shit what homeward bound the incredible journey maybe no it's gonna drive me that's nuts. The 90s. oh yeah yeah um but it, maybe it was just the not the bear. That's the Benji one. the Hunted. Alec Baldwin's the bear, right? That's, that's the Edge. The Edge. The, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, was there a movie called The Bear? He might. Yeah, it might have been The Bear. Yeah, there's the bear. That was a good movie. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That might have been him too. Again, I think you're thinking of BJ and the Bear. Yeah, Greg Evans is in a truck. Yeah, the bear. Yeah, it needed it needed to be fun, like a, a, a couple of songs or like a, a couple yeah. a couple of jokes, uh, anything to lighten it's, that up. A it, bit. It's almost like they they it was almost like it's a gritty reboot. Yeah, yeah. you know, they're like, what would it really be like if a <laughs> yeah. kid lived with a dragon? No, I don't care. That's stupid. <laughs> no whimsy. <laughs> right? Where's the whimsy? It lacks whimsy. Although I did like the like you said like the, even the dragon. It was cool looking. Yeah, like, I, I liked uh, all that and yeah, the cast, everything, everyone was good. The kid was good. You know, the kid was really good. I like. I liked him. I I I become a, a fan of Carl Urban these days. I like him a lot. Um, That's the guy from Star Trek, right? Yeah. He was like kind of the bad guy, Judge Dredd. 
Yeah, uh, he yeah. was also Judge Dredd. He was also Judge Dredd in Dredd. I missed that. I missed, it's great. I missed that reboot. What? <clears throat> yeah. You're, you got to be kidding me. No, it's great. Wow. <laughs> 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 whatever we're gonna, whatever we're gonna do. <laughs> Sorry, I, I think that uh, means it might be time to wrap up. Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think oh, yeah. we can. Uh, Wow, uh, Boy, we're getting a bum's rush. <laughs> you were the one who was like, I gotta be out of yeah, here. So we, we got plenty of time. You gave us <laughs> That a, clock is slow. Oh, yeah, I was I was looking at a different clock. Um, what is yours? 703. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you want to talk for a little more? That's fine. <laughs> some more things What's, like what's no, in the news today? <laughs> this will be up in six weeks. It takes us ten minutes to wrap up, so we oh, should. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually. All right. You guys want to play sevens? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we should play sevens. We can oh, play the we movie. should play sevens with you guys. Okay, which one okay. is that? Movies. It's like okay. it's like Pyramid. All right, let's do it. Oh, great idea, man. Oh, All right, you're, you're with should, David. I'm with Tyler. Is this okay. a time limit situation? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I might not be great here. You're going to start? Or should we do team sevens? Yeah, it's, it's he and I. Yeah. And you two. And we'll see who gets the better uh, score. But I, when, I'm, when I said team, I meant was there a way to like have it? No, there isn't really a way. I was going to say like they could guess in tandem. I don't know. How do we want to do this? I th- feel like Jimmy has an idea. I think I, I, think I know. nine times. <laughs> but but are, is it the right idea? Like, yes. let's not dismiss other versions. Like, the other versions. Like, they could play with each other, and then we could go, and then we see who's better. Right. No, we got to mix it up. We got to cross-pollinate okay. the show. So this For a minute, like, I thought you said they could play with each other, and we could just leave. <laughs> they, could, they could play with each other, and we could sit in the corner and watch. <laughs> also playing. Uh, all right. So the category would be movies then, right? Okay. Yeah, you got it. All right. But we have genres too, so I don't. Oh, know. nice! Okay. All right, so this is the, the the popular app called Sevens. Okay, the Never Not Funny Game. Oh, I'm terrified. And okay. we have a, there's a gazillion different uh, categories, but uh, because of your show in honor, we're going to play. Uh, uh, there's just straight up movies. Yeah. But then you have the uh, the subcategories, uh, if you want, of uh, movies, action, movies, comedy, movies, rom com, movies, award winners. Ooh. I, th- I think just movies, just straight up movies. Yeah. Damn yeah. it, I was going to say award winners. Yeah. So you have. Se- I know that you would do well. well you know what? Yeah. <laughs> to that end, movies could also include. This is the guy that writes it. Uh, right. Ooh, it's so not, so, it's so not award just winners titles. might be better. You're right. Right. Although. The, yeah. Yeah. The, and I think in award winners, all the clues are movie titles. But or, okay. But it could have won for screenplay. Like it doesn't. Okay. Mean best okay. Picture. Oh, here we go. All right. But, so, okay. But so by the way, this see the the thing with for me, like you're the, part of this is on the giver, which is why I feel like they should be playing against each other. Is the answer the giver? They yeah, can't be against Jeff each Bridges. other because they're both experts in the in the genre. Yeah. So you mix it up with me. Okay, okay. You know a I lot more than saying. I do. I see what you're saying. Okay. This way, at least it's it's yeah, a, yeah. It's a joke. Right. That's me. So you have seven seconds. With an expert. <sighs> you have seven seconds to get each one. Oh, to get each one. Oh, thank and you. then and once the time, if if you if you go past, oh, and you get. The, the quicker you get, the more points you get. And then after seven seconds, it just goes to the next one. So never mind, I'm not good. That's, uh, that's fine. I'll, I'll do my best. Right. I'm not great There's under pressure. There's nothing actually writing on this, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. I think you know what? You to, <laughs> here's, here's, Take a deep breath. I could see, like, if I don't do well, I could see listeners being like, why are we listening to these guys again? <laughs> but this is, a, like you said, it's a speed game. It's and not it's a also, game. I stink. Yeah, okay. and, and the clues are not going to be great. Just, just You should know that going <laughs> I'll, in. I'll do my best. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, it, it's about a horse. Uh, there's a scene on a beach. Uh, I can't think of anything more than that. Uh, the horse whisperer. It's about a horse. No. Uh, I, uh, oh God. A horse on a beach. A guy from a bad neighborhood <laughs> gets to go on a game show. <laughs> Denzel Washington, Matthew Broderick. Oh shit. Uh, Civil War. Oh glory. Yes. Uh, she. Uh, uh, Julia Roberts plays her about water. She tries to clean up the water. Aaron Brockovich. Yes. Uh, a Disney film about a little robot 
Uh, Wally. Yeah. Uh, Russell Crowe, very smart in the head. Uh, Ron Howard, I believe, directed it. Uh, when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. West Side Story. Yes. All right, we started slow, but that's because yeah, we you, weren't you, in the groove. Yeah. Well, but also, it seemed like you had a couple you had no idea what they were. <laughs> What's <laughs> a horse on a beach? Black Stallion. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. Actually, I, that's I, a weird thing. It's the first thing I thought, but I was like, what the fuck? I forgot the plot. Yeah. See, I think I didn't realize that... Because it was clear uh, for a moment that you were saying Slumdog Millionaire. Yes. But then I thought, like... Where's the fucking horse on a beach on Slumdog? You know what, right. he, I did not realize right. that you we moved, moved on. on. That was yeah. a warm up. That was okay. a warm up. We'll do a warm up, David okay. and I, right. and then we'll and then we'll play again. Now, we'll once, now that these guys absolutely. Are so we're going same category movies. I got my own phone because I don't trust you. <laughs> I don't know what you got going on over there. I have eight. This is also <laughs> award, awards <laughs> winners. Uh, no, no, this is just straight okay. up. Oh, uh, he's the most famous director, E.T. Uh, Spielberg. Yeah. Um, oh, this is the Tolkien book. They turn it the into... The Hobbit. No, no, no. The Lord of the Rings. Yes. Um, okay, this is the Disney movie in the future. Jeff Bridges throwing discs. Uh, Tron. Uh, okay, this is a Spielberg movie with Matt Damon. He gets lost at World War II. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Um, okay, th- we were just talking about this. Farrelly Brothers with... Uh, the... There's something about Mary. Yes. Um, okay, this is uh, not my favorite franchise, but the Chekhov and the guys with the... The, oh come on, man! Uh, oh, this is a Tarantino, the uh, Jamie Fox, and he's uh, Chain going Yes, that was great. Check that was really off. good. Check off Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of Anton Chekhov because I'm a fucking egghead. I was trying to. I didn't. I didn't. I wanted to say not Star Wars, but but you can't say Star because it's part of. Mm. So then I then my brain was like, not my favorite franchise, meaning Star Wars, but bam, 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 and then I realized that was. Not yeah, great. I also went to Anton Chekhov, and I was yeah. like. It's like, has his play been made into like some kind of franchise? I wish I had just said Spock. Yeah. Like, all you have to say is Spock. <laughs> yeah. That's all. That's all it takes. All right, so now we know the groove. Okay, yeah, all right. right. That, know, was, that was award winners? No, no, that was just, that was well, just What movies. were you playing? Award, award winners. winners. We, we, we settled on award winners. I didn't know that. That was general movies. Now, you, Although you those served are, with general movies, did you not? Yes. <laughs> I, I was a major in his. Now, wait a minute. These might all be award winners, though. Let's check it out. I think, no, probably not. No. Spielberg, Lord of the Rings. I don't think Tron won anything. Same Private Ryan. Something Tron about Mary. Some it might have like, like, yeah, some yeah, yeah, maybe a special maybe. effect. Yeah, yeah. It, it actually did have, I think, maybe the first CG or some of the first CG. Hmm. Uh, Chris McGlover? Very... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I, if I know my trivia, effect. actually, the first fully CG character in the... movies is the Owl in Labyrinth. Oh, oh, I thought it was that knight that came out in of Young the... Sherlock Holmes? Yeah, in Young yeah. Sherlock Holmes. The, huh. uh, that, was the, the first... that was the first thing Pixar did. Was okay. The... the, the, the Stained glass night. Yeah, young maybe that's the first human character, and the owl is yeah. the first. But there's definitely some basic. I mean, like honestly, if you look at the thing in Star Wars where they're showing, like, here's how the Death Star works. This thing goes right, into yeah. this thing. That's technically <laughs> compu- a computer right, generated yeah, thing, true. but it's very basic. So okay, all right. So what is the category then? Let's. I think awards winners is the we'll way to go. Okay. Okay. I I apologize for not getting the memo on the award winner thing. We did all right. Okay, here we uh, here we go. All right, now let me know the groove. <clears throat> okay, groove. Uh, 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 Omar Sharif stars in this is uh, uh, Lawrence of Arabia. No, the other one, Doctor Zavala. Yes, uh, Prince's only movie, great movie, Purple Rain. Yes, uh, uh, go fuck yourself. Uh, ben uh, Affleck directed and starred. I don't know if uh, right Argo. Name. Yes, uh, uh, Halle Berry won an Academy Award. Monsters Ball. Yeah, I. Uh, 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 she's got to kill one of her kids. She can only choose one. Sophie's of them. Choice. Yes. Uh, Hitchcock uh, uh, Vertigo Psycho uh, Rear Window Yes uh, <laughs> uh, Boy it's mm, In here Cold uh, yeah, Chilly and then Frozen climb the uh, Oh Cold Mountain Cold Mountain oh, cold, oh, yeah. I don't know what that movie Zellweger is Zellweger and uh, oh, Nicole that, yeah. Kidman Alright we missed uh, Argo I screwed up Did Affleck direct that I, Yes I he did. 
and then it wasn't Monster Ball; it was Monster. The uh, the other one with uh, oh, that's the that's, oh, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. when she I, won Best killer. Actress. I screw that as soon as I said yes. So we got to take all those points away. <laughs> so we got thirteen. That's not terrible. It, no, it felt hard. good, and yet it wasn't great. <laughs> mm, boy, all right, all right, David. All right, here we go. Okay, let's not, t- let's not get too cocky here. <laughs> 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 Feeling good about this though. Award-winning movies. Uh, not uh, oh, he's a dan, 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 Superman. Dan. Yes. Um, oh, these are the Superman. strippers, the the Irish Show strippers. Uh, oh, no, Thuffle Monty. Yes. Um, oh, this is uh, Benini in World War Two. He's in a uh, life is beautiful. Yes. Um, oh, this is a Pixar movie. They're superheroes that in the, the Incredibles. Yes. Um, oh, he's just a little boy and he's a puppet. He... <laughs> Pinocchio. Yes. You got me. Shit. Uh, oh, this is uh, 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 Ripley and she's in space. Alien. Yeah. Um, okay. This is again. This is Hitchcock and he's <laughs> psycho. Yeah. There you go. You got Boo. me. Twenty one. Oh. <laughs> Blackjack. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean, gotta be kidding? Those I, were the easiest. They're easy when the you're world. good. When you're, when you're, I made it look easy. I could have gotten any of those that What are you talking about? You had you had gimmies too. I hate Gold like, Mountain. I, at this point, would like to see the two of you go at it. Like, uh, not right. go at it. Well, you know what? Actually, <laughs> maybe up? that too. <laughs> well, who, uh, so who? Uh, let's have you give. All right. And you had like we, any you of what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. are, are we doing the same category? Well, it's a movie podcast. We could do different movie category, though. Sure. What do you want to do? Comedy. You want to do yeah, comedy? You guys, sure. uh, movies, you guys comedy. Like, you guys here we like go. To laugh. Movies. Sure, I like to laugh. He's been quoted as saying that. All right, here we go. Movie comedy. Oh, uh, this is uh, the the zombies in England and uh, better off shed. Uh, Fred, Sean, to, Sean of the Dead. Uh, this is uh, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. They arrive in our country, uh, coming to America. Yeah. Um, oh, we were just talking about this director, uh, Young Frankenstein, Spaceballs. Mel Brooks. Yeah. Um, oh, this guy made this is forty and uh, the John forty year old virgin. Yep. Um, oh, these are the Canadian sketch group uh, Lizard Face. Uh, come on, Broken Lizard. Canadian. Oh, oh, we're just talking about this movie again. Uh, it's uh, the Farrelly brothers with the gel in the hair. It's something bummer. Yeah. Um, and then this was um, Craig Robinson is goes into a thing with uh, and he goes uh, back hot, hot back. tub time machine. Yeah. Boy, that should have been better, but it was nine. <laughs> oh no, it was horrible. <laughs> uh, Shaun of the Dead. Uh, no, I think, you, I think you mean better off shed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the story of a guy just building a shed. Better <laughs> off shed. God, well, now I want to see that movie. <laughs> yeah, I think now. Somehow, Shaun of the Dead was... I mean, it, yeah, you yeah, knew yeah. what it was. I knew, yeah. and then better off shed is what came out of my you mouth. You knew it was a pun on another yes. movie title. <laughs> well, look, we had fun. We clearly have a title for the episode now. Sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, thanks, thanks wait, so much wanna, for wait, being I here. I want to see two experts do this. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Um, do you want to do? I thought he was a he, you were a great receiver in that last. Like okay. you were okay. nailing it. All right. Okay. I don't know what you're gonna do. <laughs> yeah. This will be. What do you? You're gonna uh, show how it works. Oh, oh yeah. The only thing is, so the way it works is once it's loaded, the card comes up with the thing. Don't touch it. When he gets it right, you tap it and it moves on to the next okay. one. Otherwise, okay. don't touch it. At all. all right, David. Um, we need to do. Are we sticking with awards winners? Um, there's also action comedy and rom com, and or we like... could do hockey. <laughs> Not hockey movies, <laughs> just, just hockey. Oh, okay. Uh, miracle, uh, <laughs> right. slap shot. I know that it's not movies, Again, but I'm still going to say that. <laughs> um, 
So, uh, awards winners. Let's go with that. Mighty awards Ducks. Mighty Ducks, okay. too. Ducks. Mighty Ducks yeah. 3. I, I goon. Just, I just Ducks. Don't forget um, Goon. All right, okay. here we go. We need Ready? to do as well. Wait, wait. What this category is this? I, this I, is awards winners. Awards okay. is winning. Okay. Here we go. Okay, this is the third Star Wars movie. Return of the Jedi. Uh, you love this movie. James Coburn get, uh, is in the woods Affliction. and he's a drunk. Uh, this is the Pixar movie with the balloons in the house. Up. Uh, this is the Ridley Scott uh, war movie with Josh Hartnett. Black Hawk Down. Uh, this is the uh, Nicolas Cage plays both brothers. Movie. Adaptation. Uh, this is Michael Cimino's opus. Oh, uh, uh, the Deer Hunter. Yep. Uh, this is the World War Two, uh, the Pearl Harbor movie with Montgomery Clift and Burt Lancaster and Devin oh. Carr. Oh, uh, uh, Judgment ah. Nuremberg. No. Uh, oh, from here to eternity. Twenty-two. We're smoking before that though. That's oh. the high score. Uh, has, no, you, Right, we had 20, we had oh, twenty one, twenty one, oh. twenty two. Blackjack. <laughs> wow, my heart is racing. That's it's uh, exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, oh, oh boy! Thank you guys so much for celebrating oh, five hundred episodes. Thanks for having wow. us. We'll have to do that again when you have us on Never Not Funny, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's uh, not make this any more awkward. Um, you can. Hey, thanks ba- for having us on, guys. Uh, yeah. Battleshippretension.com. <laughs> email addresses. You know, you know our Twitters: Davey Pretension, Tyler Pretension. We don't know what's going on in another podcast this week because it's yeah. five weeks in the future, yeah. six weeks in the future. Uh, where can people find you? guys nevernotfunny.com at nevernotfunny on twitter never uh, facebook.com slash nevernotfunny our podcast is on earwolf you can go to earwolf.com you can find it on itunes wherever you get your podcasts never not funny the jimmy pardo podcast well at jimmy pardo oh, right. and i'm at matt belknap okay jimmy pardo matt belknap thank you again thank you this was a blast We'll, we'll see you on episode a thousand. Now, David, you know I like to get a little, <laughs> <laughs> you know I like to get a little maudlin sometimes, and so I just want to say uh, thanks for being on the show. It was super awesome, and uh, you guys have always been super great to us, and uh, we appreciate everything that uh, that you've done for oh. us. So you're, I don't think that qualifies as maudlin. I think that was just a straight up compliment. Like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not I will take it. Sure what you're doing, so, <laughs> so you're welcome. Well, you did. You weren't super possessive of those guests that we took all those years ago, and well, did you know, you steals. Did you poach some guests? Oh my yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> Th- thank you for finally thanking us. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. yeah. Um, th- so thanks for being on here, and uh, sure. we appreciate it. Thanks sure. at home for listening. We'll get you next time. Bye. Bye. This program is a proud member of the Battleship Pretension Fleet. 